What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here covering the very first Live Golf event for the Tour Junkies from Trump Bedminster. Listen, you can bet on this thing on many different major sports books, including those that are partnered with the PGA Tour. DraftKings is doing showdown content for it. Prize Picks has props up and available for it. Data Golf has data, stats, odds, tools all available. So if it's out there and you can bet on it and it's professional golf and it's getting eyeballs, the Tour Junkies are going to cover it. So I sit down first to kick off this show with a caddy from Trump Bedminster. Andrew took some time to tell us how the golf course is going to play and including how uh, Donald Trump, how the management at Trump Bedminster and the superintendent want to see the winning score come out and the course play. And then me and G-Money, Garrett Simmons, the host of the Corn Ferry Tour Junkies podcast, we break down the field, including a few of our favorite outright bets, some top tens we love, and we go through the prize picks offerings for round one at Live that starts on Friday. So hope you enjoy the content, enjoy the show, and uh, bend over your bookie. Here we go. What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here. I'm excited to welcome in Andrew Purdeck. He is a caddy at Trump Bedminster, the site of this week's Live Golf event. I want to bring Andrew on and tell us a little bit about the golf course, maybe tell us about the circus that's going on at Trump Bedminster right now. Andrew, thanks for coming on the podcast. We appreciate it, buddy. Hey, what's going on, boys? How are you? Listen, Pleasure, uh, uh, being here. I am sure it is wild at Trump Bedminster right now. Tell me about, like, kind of the scene right now like what's been happening leading up to this event when did you find out about this event all that stuff uh yeah it's an absolute zoo right here in Bedminster, new jersey um there is just a complete circus uh the last few weeks um just kind of seeing everything come to fruition all the structures going up and pretty much having our entire club and course taken over by live but uh now as we're have uh what count down the days till the tournament yeah, it's nice seeing everything uh, kind of come together. All the all the players are starting to roll up today for their practice rounds, and uh, after we get off this call, I'm gonna go shoot around and see what these boys are up to and see how well they're gonna be going. Yeah. So have have you? So you haven't really seen much play from these guys until today. Nobody. Uh, out yeah. Today's the first day. Everyone's pretty much here. Um, I think there's like one or two players hitting balls yesterday on the range, but. Uh, Today, when I pulled in for work, it's just an absolute mob scene on that practice screen. Yeah. So it's a par 71, playing around 70. It could, it could tip out. It looks like around 7,600 yards. Obviously, they can play around with the, the tees, I guess. And I mean, I'm right in saying like this, this was going to be the site of the PGA Championship, correct? And then they. Yes, the that, is, that is correct. Um, the only difference is for the PGA Championship, they're going to do composite of both courses. Um, because we do have 36 holes here, they kind of gave the PGA the space and the capabilities to just kind of rally everything around so you can have as much spectators and really make it just an absolute beast of a golf course. Um, but for Liv, they're going to be playing strictly the old course, which is just an absolute pure piece of land. And it's going to be a fun week. So tell us about, tell us about the golf course. Like, how do you, um, you know, how do you see it? You know, how are these guys going to have to attack it uh, on Liv? Uh, I mean, right now the rough is just absolutely brutal. Um, so, I mean, these guys got to keep in the short grass and just kind of know where to miss. Because, um, I mean, if this, for the way this golf course is laid out, if, I mean, it's long. If you really want to tip it out, they can put it easily over 8,000 yards. Wow. Um, there's some boxes, like, I mean, 18, for example, from the tips, which they're not going to be using because uh, one of the hospitality tents is on the actual box. 
It's uh, 675 from the back plate. Wow. And it majority of the time it's playing straight into a headwind. So, I mean, you're going to have a 285 yard force carry just to reach the fairway. My word. So, I mean, they're, they're not going to be using that box uh, this week, but I mean, there's some capabilities out here where they can make this course absolutely brutal. Well, and I see on the card already, like if they if they do with what the card says, you're talking about a couple of par fours that are playing over 500 yards. Is the like have you guys had a lot of rain lately? How soft? How firm is are the fairways? Um, this course is so dry right now. Uh, uh, we haven't had actual an actual rain in probably about 45 days here. Damn. Uh, so there on the new course, there's a lot of ponds that they're just kind of taking the water from there to use for the water supply on the old. I mean, the course looks lush. It's green as can be. Looks like Ireland out here right now. But I mean, those fairways and greens are firm. Wow. So I mean, it's gonna be fun to see those boys just rip it off the tee and see some of those nukes. So, so the rough you're talking about the rough's really thick. Is that is that also around the greens, or how how is it how is it uh, maintained around the greens? Uh, around the greens, it's just like absolute cabbage. It's thick, rough. I mean, it's almost like Beth Page esque. Um, so I mean, if damn. The players can go low if they keep it in the short grass. Um, but, I mean, if you start missing greens and fairways, you're going to be taking your medicine, and you're going to see some big numbers for sure. Do you have any idea, like, how wide these fairways are, or, like, how wide they average out? Or, like, I mean, how do you th- – by the way, I didn't ask. Like, are, are you a player, too? Uh, yeah, I play a good amount. What, what's your handicap, Andrew? Come on. Uh, I play at a six right now. Okay. was well, a little low, but with uh, – Get it up for member guest here. season or something? Yeah, exactly. You know the deal. Um, so, I mean, so, so okay, so off the tee, other than the, than the rough, do, do you see a whole lot of other hazards out here? Like how much water's on the property, um, any, any stuff like that? Um, the only real holes where their water comes to play is seven, which is a little downhill, par three, um, water hole like the entire, up the entire right side, green slopes down towards the water. So, I mean, that's a, definitely a... Uh, that hole is going to definitely give these players a little difficulty. And I mean, when we had the women's open out here a few years ago, that was definitely the hole that gave the ladies the most difficulty. Uh, Cause there's not really much places to miss. Um, unless the, I mean, with some of those back right pins, if you go at that pen and the winds, if there's any wind at all, it's blowing right off the green into the water. So I mean, these guys are just going to have to aim front left, land in the flats, and then just kind of set themselves up for a tee putt and take their three and get out of there. And then 16, one of our other signature holes, par three by the clubhouse, just all force carry over the uh, water. And I mean, I know right now they have the, for day one, the tees are set up on the gold, so it's going to be like 185 yards. But if they want to throw them all the way back, it's a 240 shot all day over water, Jeez. most of the time in the wind. God dang. <laughs> Uh, I think it sounds like every hole's into the wind here. Um, so what about, what about the green complexes? Like what kind of grass, um, how fast do you think we're, we're getting them ready to roll? Uh, what yeah, kind of undulation, so I, uh, size, all that stuff. So the greens here are absolutely crazy. Um, I mean, you got a few little tabletops, just false for false edges, everything, but we also have some greens that are 80 yards long, like 15, for example. Wow. I think it's like 70 yards front to back. Just 70 yards? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's some massive greens out here. So it's going to be cool to see because, I mean, there's pretty much no limitation on pin placements and like what they want to do. If they can make this course so tricked out, 
And I think they're rolling right around 13 right now. Yep. Saw our super out there yesterday, uh, rolling some balls and just getting everything dialed in. Is it bent grass? It is. Yep. Um, damn, that's, that's crazy. That's some, that's interesting. All right. So what do you think, uh, what do you, what do you think the winning score is going to be? Have you heard, have you heard people talk about, I mean, obviously three round event, we got to keep that in mind. Um, but how low we think these guys are going to go. I have a feeling that someone's going to be like 11 or 12 under. Um, I mean, it's like one of those situations is like, yeah, spectators, like they want to see everyone just light the place up. Yeah. But I know from like the club side of things, like President Trump and our super definitely doesn't want to see someone just tear the course up. Yeah. They want it to be known as a hard golf course. So you just got to find that kind of like the balance, happy median and balance. What's uh, who's your prediction? Who do you think's winning this thing? Oof. I'm gonna have to go with. I mean, let me try. I'm trying to think here. Let me pull up the field. You got some quick. young. You got some new blood coming with uh, Kodrak, yeah. Casey, Charles Howell the third. Um, obviously, the South Africans have done well in the first couple Let's of events. DJ's kind of knocked on the door a little bit. Well. This golf course sits, suits up so well for a guy like DJ and Bryson and anyone that can hit it long. Yeah, sounds like I mean, I mean, Bryson came out and played out here last year with President Trump, and he shot like 76, but it's because he took some just absolutely man, aggressive lines off the tee yeah. just to see where yeah. he could hit it to. But I mean... Yeah, if you're long here, that's a huge advantage into these greens because they are so firm. And so, I mean, any of those big hitters are should do well out here. Nice, Andrew. Thank you for your time, man. We appreciate it, hey, of course, it. man. And uh, have a great week. Have some fun out there. You too, man. We'll see you. All right, golf addicts. DB here, and we're here to talk live golf betting, some prize picks. We just heard from our caddy there, working at Trump Bedminster. And I got the young, the young blood, the young baby brother, the young prepubescent bad boy of the tour junkies, G-Money, Garrett Simmons with me. A lot of people have been asking, where you been, Garrett? What do you got to say for yourself? DB, what to do, what to do. Um, you know, all I got to say is I was just trying to, I, I wasn't trying to cover that B-grade, C-grade content of those guys who never heard of just smacking the little white ball around. I want the big dogs. You know, that's why I'm here. You know? <laughs> okay. I've been running around slinging, slinging real estate, you know, the whole nine yards. But yeah, no. Um, we, uh, we're, we're taking a little break from the corn Ferry tour podcast. Uh, not, not necessarily gone. It's going to be a little bit of restructure, potentially a little bit more of an interview style of styles, uh, just with the odds being a little bit, uh, limited, limited, with going Ferry tour, but no, nah, man, I'm still around throwing out that mullet. Good firing. Lord. Haven't been firing as many bets. It's, it's tough gambling season other than golf, just golf and major league baseball. Yeah. All right, well, we're here to talk Lyft, and we're at Trump Bedminster. We just heard from Caddy Andrew here. Just some key takeaways I think are important going forward because then we're going to get to our favorite outright picks, go through some prize pick stuff, make this jam up jelly tight. Tom Fazio Design, uh, really a great, tremendous golf course. It was supposed to host the PGA Championship uh, until the PGA Tour removed all the Trump courses last year. It's hosted the 2017 U.S. Women's Amateur. Par 71, and they could play this thing. seventy. The scorecard says about 7,600 yards. Andrew says they can get this thing to like 8,000. I, I doubt they're going to put it over the 7,600-yard mark, but they could play around with the distances. I think all said and done, it feels like it's going to play pretty long. Uh, but he said the course is dry and fast. Fairways and greens pretty firm. 
rough everywhere, thick and juicy bent grass greens, tabletop, tons of undulation, a couple massive greens, some bomb par fours over 500 yards. Uh, those are some of the takeaways for me. And then at the end, Garrett, he said, you know, the word on the street from Trump, from golf course management, from the superintendent, is they want this thing playing around that 10, 11, 12 under mark. They want it to play challenging, but they do want some birdies. Uh, any other takeaways for you from that? Or are we, we ready to rock and roll? Well, 10, 10 or 11, 10 or 11 over three day event, that's close to what, 16, 17, what we're used to seeing on a four day event? Yeah. Yeah. So, so nothing, I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah, no, uh, every, everything that I've heard, I know that it used to, it was, was going to be the site of a major championship. So, um, I, I, again, and I only expect them to set it up like a major championship, but, uh, somewhere in between cut the rough down. It looks like it's going to be hot up there, up in, uh, in, in New Jersey, like 89, 90 degrees. They're calling for a little bit of chance, a chance of rain on Friday. Um, but as we know now with live, ain't no wave stuff. So yeah, everyone's playing in the rain. Yep, everyone's playing, and uh, they tee off at one fifteen on Friday. A shotgun start Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, are your three rounds. You got the team aspect. We're not really going to get into a lot of that here, but we're talking individual bets here. Looking at outrights to start, and you know DJ opens up as your favorite. I, obviously, that makes a lot of sense. He's five to one. I mean, this golf course seemingly sets up very well for DJ. We saw a lot of these live guys play really well at the Open Championship, better than a lot of people maybe were anticipating um, at the 150th Open. But here, you know, I, 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 there's no way I'm betting you know DJ or anybody at five to one at a golf tournament. So I'll skip him. Uh, then you get to Taylor Gooch, who I'm not. I don't think is good enough either to to bet at ten to one. My, my, my most hated bet on the board, and if you've been listening to the Tour Junkies podcast for any length of time this year, I, I say this all the time, Abraham Answer continues to me to be one of the more overrated players on, uh, on any tour, and I guess now the Live Tour. He's at 12-1, to 1, and I think that's horrific value for Abraham Answer. Number one, I mean, I think the way this golf course is seemingly set up, even though it's firm and fast, like I think distance is going to be a, a major advantage here. Abe for sure, lacks distance. Uh, he's kind of a short knocker, no pop off the tee. And then the other thing, if you think about a golf course that could play more difficult, that, that's got some firm greens, it's got a lot of undulation, and then nasty rough around it, you got to have a good short game. You got to be able to, to you know, get it up and down in key spots when you miss it. Abe's short game, also terrible. I just hate the value at 12 to 1. I'd much rather have. That's you know, so wrong. What do you mean, what? what's so wrong? Abe Answer's short game is is saucy. No, it's not. And half the guy and, and the majority of the guys on yes, that's that's not true. Look at his that's, stats, that's dude. True. Look at I'll his stats. You, I will send you. I will send you Instagram reels of him of, of him chipping. Oh he gives my a shit about god! Stats. We are not one, talking about one of the Instagram most creative. Reels. He is one of the most creative pitchers um, of the golf ball. Cre- he's around. creative at 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 finding fun ways to not get it up and down. That's what he's creative at. You've got to be freaking kidding me. I'm about to school your ass. You're off your fuck. You're off your rock. No, you're I'm about to school you. Rocker. This is why this, these, these young Don't be giving me these. Don't these be giving these people. Mark. Don't be giving these Mark Brody. He can't pitch shit. This, these young people and, and these, these, you know, they're so cocky. You know, they're so, let me just school you real quick. God dang it, dude. I mean, the data doesn't lie, G. Simmons. The data doesn't lie. I don't care what his Instagram story did. What are you kidding me? what he's doing at home after he's hit 40 balls from the same spot. Look at this. Look at this. This is from Fantasy National. Strokes gained approach. This is since August of 2021. Strokes gained around the green, sorry, is on the far right. 
Since August of 2021, one, two, three, four events has he been even near neutral or positive. Look at all these negative numbers in strokes gain around the green. He sucks around the green. You saw it's it. Too small of a uh, too small of a scope. The He's people been saw professional it. Professional golf longer than that. Have, did you talk? Did you mention at all about his major performances this year? No, he does. He, he does have surprisingly good major championship performances. I will give you that. And we're talking about a golf course that was about to be in a major. The guy's a grinder. Yeah. The guy has grit. He has no pop. T nine at the PGA, but he hits it straight. And if it's firm and fast, it's not. Gonna I get that. I get that. But here's the thing: we're talking about to win, Garrett. We're talking about to win. You 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 would you want to take Abraham answer at twelve to one over guys like I mean I don't even want over guys like Bryson at twelve to one Patrick Reed at eighteen to one he's a he's a killer talk about a good a decent uh, short game like I, mean, I would rather have this is a, this is a separate this is a separate conversation Abraham head to head over Bryson yeah I I can I can, I can be on Bryson because I'm high on Bryson this week but a just just an overall Abe fade and all right well who's your who's your fade up here. I mean, I just think I think an Abe and I think an Abe fade, Abe fade is fine, but yes, we don't need the we don't need the comments from the gallery hating on Abe. I mean, the dude's saucy. Dude, I'm not the gallery, bro. I'm the I'm the head dickhead in charge here. I'm the chief I'm dickhead. The head stat guy. Yeah, stat I'm gonna give the people the stat real info. You come in here with your Instagram stories. What are you gonna you gonna tell me you saw him you, you saw him hitting some sick uh, bunker shots out of a fried egg lie on TikTok? Next time we do this, listen, dude. The dude is sauce. All right. Um, I'm fading. I'm fading Brooks. I don't know if that's even a real fade because he's sixteen to one. I mean, it's definitely um, a cop out fade, but yeah. And and, and because he doesn't dude, care. Says the says the dude who wanted to fade DJ at well, five to one. I, no, it's, I, okay. I sick. think this is going to be a great spot for DJ. But I mean, five to one. I didn't. He, well, he wasn't my I, official fade. I, my hot take official fade was Abe Answer. I like Patrick Reed at eighteen to one mm-hmm. as a as a as a favorite, kind of in that. As one of my three guys, you know, my top tier favorite. Um, going down the list, I, I like Charles Howell at 31 to 1. I think he's been getting a lot of shit for the latest join. He says it's not about money. Um, you know, I think he's going to, he's a ball striker. I, I like some of these guys who feel like they have like, that still have a little bit, or feel like they have a little bit of game to prove. They're like, hey, I'm going to come out here. Like, like Carlos Ortiz, love those kind of guys that are like, hey, Sure, I'm a PGA Tour winner, but I'm not one of these big name guys. But like, I still care a little bit about winning the additional money to play in the events. You know what I mean? Like these yeah. guys that get some of this guaranteed dough. It's like, I mean, dude, if you're getting paid 500, 600 million, who gives a shit if you win an extra three million winning? You know. So I like some of those guys. You know. So going down the list, you know, I like, uh, well, I like Patrick Reed, like I mentioned. I like Charles Howell, and another guy that I like that's a little bit farther down the. Uh, down the list that can you um, put your face in the frame maybe instead of like being hat there we go we want to see those those beautiful blue eyes and that mullet hair you got there yeah, buddy you're, if, you're, for females i want to have my, my real camera on remote today. females watching <laughs> i like dude, I, I like hudson swafford dude I, let me tell you something i bet on hudson swafford at the london really for no reason really for no reason at all other than you know sometimes he's, he's, he's got something to prove he's coming back he's like all right i'm not washed up Okay, let me tell you something about Swafford. So obviously, like Swafford has a close place in my heart because I hit him at two hundred and fifty to one at the Amex this year, right? Pretty sick. Um, but then I I was all over him in London at the first event. Same thing you just said. Just recently, I was talking to somebody very close to the PGA Tour, 
and they specifically, talking about these live guys, they specifically brought up Hudson Swafford and said of all the guys that have gone over, the guy who hates playing golf the most is Hudson Swafford. Hudson Swafford wants to take the money, complete his, his, pay his dues, complete his contract at live, and then deuces, chuck it out. Um, so I don't know. I don't. Dude, know. I hate giving you. I hate giving you credit. But can I retract then my Hudson Swafford pick? I mean, it does make me. I mean, again, this is coming from a source close to the PJ Tour. I don't know how close they are to Hudson Swafford, but they specifically named his name and said that, and it made me go, "Oof, oof." This maybe, is a guy who maybe won. he hears this. Maybe he hears this and says, "Screw these chumps." I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm week. sure he's going to hear this. All right, hold on. Before you keep going down the board, though, because I, I want to stop you there. I like the Charles Howell take. I, I found the same approach with Jason Kokrak. Um, I, I chose to go Kokrak here in this like sh- short to mid, mid range here. Uh, he's at 22 to one on FanDuel is the best number. I, was, I agree. Like the, the, the new guys that come on, I feel like they may want to like come out hot and, you know, in their first event, like, you know, prove it for whoever cut them the fat check, you know, prove it for the haters. Uh, maybe they feel a little extra inspired by whatever team they're on. I, I do think there's something to that um, for these new guys. And Kokrak would be my pick at 22 to one. Obviously, hits a ball a, a mile, and the the approach game has always been solid with Kokrak. He's got David Robinson, D Rob on the bag. Probably one of the best putters and green readers uh, that that's ever been on the PJ Tours of caddy. And he plays tough golf courses well. If you look at his strokes game metrics over his career. Plays really tough golf courses well, I think. So I, I think Kokrak would be my preferred play in this like short to getting into the mid range here. But for the, a lot of the same reasons, you like CH three. Like that? No, it was between it was between CH three and Kokrak for me as well. So as we keep on going down, I'll, I'll give you my next my next play here. Uh, we should we should do uh, uh, this is kind of completely unrelevant irrelevant, but uh, uh, I was I was going to mention it before I forgot. We should do some sort of season-long live pick. I guess it's probably a little too late now, but worst, least amount, like worst, worst performance from past PGA Tour winners. Mm. Next year, we'll start. Who's going to be? Who's going to be? The, I mean, obviously the worst. Guy, I mean, the worst guy might be one of these guys we've never heard of, but the worst, the worst washed up. You yeah, know? yeah. You have to pick. Yeah, I get that. We'll do that for the 2023 season. I want to talk about the 2023. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, some of those member guests. Like the death flight. Who's going to be in the death flight? You know, oh. you can win like the death flight of the number guess if you're in the last of all the. Uh... Somebody on Twitter hit us up yesterday and said, speaking of member guest, they played in a member guest uh, just a couple weeks ago with Scott Vincent, who's in the field, who's played in all three. This will be he's played in every live event so far, uh, but they played <laughs> played against him in the member guest. I think he he had to play at a plus six. Let's see. He played at a plus six. I, I asked the dude a bunch of questions. He said, uh, he said, the guy was super nice. He played four rounds. He did not make a single bogey the whole, the whole, all four rounds. The guy is sick. They got boat raced in their own flight because they could not run the strokes. <laughs> but Scott Vincent, wow. between live stars playing member guests uh, in Colorado. That's gangster. Honestly, Greg, if you're out there listening, how about maybe a member guest event? Like, how about a flighted pick your partner? live event isn't that basically like Seminole and the jp mcmanus program like that isn't that basically what that is the Seminole exactly but make it a live event yeah make it a live event with cash with this cash make it a member guest i mean who who relates more to member guests member guests 
Plus is a people man major. So That's true. Working man's major. Um, all right, moving down the board. I like I like these guys a lot here. Sam Horsfield at forty to one to me is tremendous value. Forty to one on DraftKings. He's the ninetieth ranked player in the world, um, and the kid has serious firepower. Now he's very boomer bust. If you look at his DP World Tour record, he's like top ten or trunk slamming. He was solo fifth in London at the first live event, T eleven in Portland. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, he won on the DP World Tour uh, at the Sadal Open. That was like a few weeks before the first live event. He has three wins all time on the DP World Tour. So, young, you know, the dude knows how to close the door when he's there. He's like a good total driver of the ball. Like he's plenty long. He's fairly straight. Um, and But he's first this season. He's first on the DP World Tour in strokes gained approach and 10th in strokes gained putting. Uh, and pretty solid around the greens too. So Sam Horsfield at forty to one, and now in his third live event, uh, it means is a guy that I got my eye on. All right, you like him? I like I like Schwartzel. Uh, yeah, not as much as Schwartzel though. Yeah, Schwartzel's going to win another one, huh? The South African's going to keep it rolling. I think these guys that are comfortable playing these events, they've been playing good in the first two. I think there's going to be that. Like, Brendan Grace has made – I think I saw a stat. He made more money in the first two than he has in his whole PGA Tour career. Yeah, he did. Brandon Grace. You know, winning one, playing well. Um, now, Schwartzel, So, I think Charles is out there. Charles kind of on a – he's on a summer heater. He didn't play well in, in Portland. Yeah, he obviously won London. He finished – He played T- well at the, He played well at the Masters. Finished T37 in Portland. Um, keep in mind, that's out of 48. But, yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, Schwartzel's a good player. I mean, he is a good player. What, what was his number again? What's his number? 50 to 1 on draft. Okay. I'll, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. 45 to 1. 45 to 1. Well, at 50 to 1 on DraftKings is my last outright selection. Um, and that's Justin Harding, who's another guy like Charles Schwartzel. He's This will be his third start uh, at Liv. But he's got two top 10s. He finished eighth in Portland, 10th in London. Three top 10s on the DP World Tour in 2022. He's, he's confident. He's playing well. He just hadn't closed the door. But he's a two time winner on the DP World Tour. And he has multiple wins worldwide outside of the dp world tour asia for africa tour very accurate driver of the ball 35th in strokes gain approach on the dp world tour this year and 10th in strokes gain around the green he's got the short game total drivings there uh 50 to 1 on DraftKings for justin harding that is my final kind of you know long shot selection so coke rack horsefield and harding for me okay you know my final guy out there it might have been well it's my fourth or not I like Stenson, sixty-five to one. Stens, you think Stenson's um, gonna? I think, I think he's another one of those guys who's getting all that shit for, for jumping the Ryder Cup captaincy, and you know he's not gonna just come out here and show up like he's gonna be like, screw you guys, I'm gonna win. What's he been? Uh, what did he do? Let's see. At the Open, he missed the cut. Scottish, he missed the cut. He won whatever that thing is that he hosts, the Scandinavian mixed. I don't know. He won. Just that. basically like a live event. Yeah, not not too many great results to speak of this year, but I mean obviously this this is this is different. So you're definitely all in on that narrative of like something to prove kind of guys. Um first event oh, out. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't talk about Paul Casey. Dude, I don't know what it is about Paul Casey. I can't really put a finger on it. It's just can't trust him. I've always been a pretty big Paul Casey backer. Whenever um, I like Paul Casey, he's a flusher. Whenever I watch him play, I'm like, this guy's a flusher and then you see him post nine over in like a US Open. You're like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk our top tens or top twenty, whatever you got. I've got. Here's what I've got. I got three top ten bets 
And I'm going top 10 because, again, 48 main field. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for plus money. I'm not here to give you minus money on a top 10 here at the Live event. And the, the names I came up with, um, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you the two that I haven't talked about already. One is Paul Casey. I mean, that's kind of why I brought him up. He's plus 170 to top 10 on DraftKings. He made the cut at the Open. That was his first event. We've seen him in a while coming back from fighting off a little bit of an injury. It was good to see him at least make the cut. I don't mind, you know, that he finished kind of down there a little bit, but that he made the cut. He played four rounds and he's here. I mean, I think that's something. I think he he like Stenson and Kokrak and CH3 are, you know, first timers coming into into this live event, probably wanting to kind of have something to prove, shut some people up. Um, so I, I feel like the plus one seventy number is about as short as I would go with plus money in a top ten. The next guy that I have is uh, is a guy that I, I you know, w- one of the byproducts of the live golf thing, if you watch, is you're going to learn about a lot of new players, at least for right now, un- until they start, you know, if they start picking off more players and you've got 48 guys that you've heard of before, this may change. But Henny, du- Henny Duplee, the big South African bomber, this dude, do you know about him, Garrett? Have you ever heard of him? Probably not. No. Henny Duplee, you, you, he's, I think he's a vibe. I think he's a total vibe, big old, big, just big sucker. And he freaking rips it. He mauls it off the tee, okay? Uh, top 10 in distance on the DP World Tour, but he's also got some sick hands around the green. Top 10 in strokes gained around the green on the DP World Tour. He could have won. Hey, Abe Answer hands? No, way better than Abe Answer hands. Way better. Um, you're not paying attention. He's solo second. Finished solo second in London, almost ran down Charles Schwartzel to win the very first live event, and he's three to one. He's three to one to top ten. I mean, I think so, that's so is Schwartzel. I think that's some value. Schwartzel three to one. All right, yeah, I don't mind. Um, so I like Casey, I like Henny, and then um, and then I think probably Harding because, and I've already talked about him as an outright, but he's three to one as well. I mean, for a guy who's already got gotten two top tens in live tournaments. And he's doing his thing. Like a three to one value for that guy feels pretty nice. So I'll, I'll roll with those. Okay. I don't really hate any of those. Um, I do like Carlos Ortiz, though, top 10, 19 to 1, plus 190. Um, so he's, I just like his. I that's like, not 19 I, to I'm 1. I'm with the same narrative. That's he's a, plus 190. Yes. Whatever. Almost plus 190. You know what I'm saying? Plus 190. Um, almost two to one. Um, so I like him in that upper tier uh, of top tens going down the list without picking any of the same guys that I've already picked. And I really want to pick Dick Bland, but he just has not really been giving me anything lately, man. You haven't been getting anything from Dick? Big Dick Bland. I, 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 it's just been bland. I don't man. think we can get, I don't think we can. Is Chase Kepka ever, is Chase, is, I mean, what's, when, when is Chase Kepka going to like have a, have a run? Like, does he have anything to prove? Like, hey, I'm not just Brooks' brother or now that he's got a bag. He's just like. I mean, shit, dude, if you offered me a bet on, if you offered me a head-to-head for the tournament on on Brooks versus Brooks Chase, Chase. I, I might, if, I mean, I'm sure you'd get some sizable plus money on Chase. I would probably hit that. I, I, in fact, I know. I mean, I'm, you got to, yeah. I mean, so I, I, I'm going to go a long shot top 10 here. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in Chase Kepka plus twelve hundred to top ten. Ooh, a little twelve. I mean, okay, Brooks finished sixteenth in Portland. Chase finished twenty third. I mean, it's not it's, they weren't that far. Let's see that he beat him by Brooks beat him by three shots in London. Chase played. I mean, I know everyone gives him shit. Everyone everyone gives him shit for 
getting sponsors invites or whatever. But like he's also Monday into some PGA Tour events. Like he's he can play. Yeah, he finished T33 in London, so he hasn't really done much. But I mean, I just continue as the days go by, I continue to doubt Brooks Kepka's interest in actually playing competitive golf. So as the days go by, until he proves otherwise, I want to know what goes down in those. In I just the- want to go want to know what it goes down in those little team parties pre, pre like who's getting just who's getting too banged up to even play the next day. Yeah, I think that dude, they're throwing some bangers, man. Well, they live bangers. Did you see that? Did you see someone posted like maybe it was the Caddy Network or something posted that video of them on the PJ? Yeah, like players, caddies, the whole nine. Yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who's just like yeah? Who's who's turning upside? Who's turning the table upside down? The PJ out the you know up to Trump's place. I think this is a good a good time to talk about this. Let me share my screen. Let's look at some prize picks options because I think there's some there's some names in here that if you feel like they're partying hard, you could totally uh you, you could you could totally uh you know fade them here on prize picks. Oops, let's see. Uh let's see. If I go here, Garrett, can you see that? You good? Yeah, I can see that. All right. I can't see that left side because my face is over there. Huh. So you don't see DJ at four on birdies or better? Oh, no, I can see it. I can see it. I just can't make it full screen. I got you. All right. So check this out. Let, let's go to strokes. It's a par 71. We talked about how the golf course is going to lay out. Thursday looks to be pretty mild, but I will say there, there are some gusty conditions. Everybody tees off at the same time at 115. A little bit gusty in the afternoon. So like, what do you think is going to be a good score with a par 71 like this course is, is slated to play? I mean. I look at a guy like I look at a guy like Pat Perez here on Prize Picks, and I see his his over under number for round one is a seventy two. I love taking the over there. Yeah, he's only had like, in in Portland he had one round under par. He had one round out of the three under par. What do you think? Yeah. I like all Pat Perez overs, unless it's birdies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about GMAC? I kind of feel like the same. Now, GMAC's number has gone up. I saw this. I mean, Pat Perez is the Pat Perez is the one, the only one that's actually honestly kind of came out and be like, yeah, I'm lucky to get this invite. Like, yeah. Now, sick. now, what do we think about Phil? They got Phil's number at 74. So that's three over par. Do you think Phil shoots better or worse than three over? He was last seen in Rwanda <laughs> with monkeys and gorillas. What do we think? <laughs> what's the over under that? What's the over under that? What's the over under he even makes it back to Wanda? <laughs> He'll be here for this. What do you think? If you had to bet there on Phil, over or under? What happens if you miss an event? Like, what happens if you're sick? We do don't you know. Do you, you get a penalty if you don't show up to an event? We don't know. Um, oh, man, 74. I feel like they put, if it was, I think, that's, I think that's a stay away. It's actually gone up. I think you're right. It was a 73, I think. I, and I think at that one, you hit the over. 72 and a half, 70. Easy, yeah. 72, 73 and a half. But I don't like that one. Um, what about I Matt like over Wolf? On Keimer. You like the Keimer number? I like over on Keimer. Yeah, I never I never knew Keimer, but Max was really good friends with him. Um, and uh, I, I think Keimer is, is in that, like, just wants the dough. Got sick of play, is got is is overplaying. He got overplaying golf a long time ago after a couple major victories. You know, no, I, I I I haven't seen him. You know, I think he cares about a couple events, maybe some of the majors he can get into, some stuff in Europe. But um, yeah, I'm out, Kimer. What about this Brooks number seventy and a half? 
I don't like the under. I don't either. Do you think it's a stay away or you take the over? Bryson I like the I like the over on DJ better. The over on DJ, sixty nine and a half? Yeah. I think I'd stay away from that one. I mean, we were we were just talking about how we're gonna like really? Yeah. What's Kevin now? Down there? Seventy one, par, even par. Mm. What about paying your boy answer? You know, with the with the short game like yours. Oh, I would one hundred percent pound the over on that. No, I can't get behind that. Oh, even par, and I win. Reed. Reed's, I bet some unders. Who's going low day one? Reed seventy one. I mean, that's what I was looking at. I mean, I, I think it's up here. I like the under on Reed. I do. I don't mind it. But hold on, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Let's I like get, the under on Reed. Let's go to the birdie or better matchup. Which people, if you're not crushing birdie or better oh, matchups gangster. on Prize Picks. This is like, if you play the numbers here, Wait, zero? you're, you're going to win. Oh, hold on, look. It's, it's who's going to have more birdies in round one. DJ versus Taylor Gooch. If you think it's DJ, you take the over. If you think it's Gooch, you take the under. But look at some of the guys that they pair, that they couple together, okay? Like, I mean, I know you talked about... Phil and, Dick, Phil and Big Dick Rick. Phil and, Phil and Big Dick Bland, yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, look at this. I mean, I think Bryce and Charles Howell, I think you pound Bryson in that matchup for the over on birdies. Yeah. No, I, that, I, that I is, agree. That is automatic. Some two birdies. And, yeah. Um, um, Phil and You're going to like kill crack over answer. But. I, I think I'd actually stay away from that one on birdies. Who's Reed, who's Reed playing? Reed is playing Sam Horsfield, which I... I oh, yeah. uh, you like that Sam Horsfield I kind of like guy. Horsfield. Um, what about Matt Wolf? Wolf is going against Big, Big Henny, the South oh, African I was dude. telling you about. I mean, you can you can't go the op. Oh, you can go the opposite. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, any. you could bet the opposite. Um, I like, think it's the opposite. Like I like this Justin Harding Pat Perez line, and I take the under on Pat Perez because and take Harding. I like Harding there, but some of these matchups get real interesting. Like there's they they will put two guys that are in different classes. I mean, honestly, Wolf and Henny is a different class. Like Wolf. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about G Mac? What about G Mac and hates golf? Swafford. Yeah, I think I'm staying away from it though, because like, I mean, I I cannot take G Mac for more birdies here. He's he's terrible. He's had he's had two out of his six rounds under par on live, and he's old and washed up. Can we just can we can we just straight can we straight up fade Wolf? You mean against Henny Dupuis? You were just you were just high on his big. Yeah, we were just you were just high on this big bomber. who's going to go out there. He so, plays good and live. Matthew so was, Wolf is. Matthew Wolf is liable for a first round eighty burger and anytime he tees it up. This is true. But but I was gonna say though Matthew Wolf Matthew Wolf's good for like the eighty burger and then round two he makes like nine birdies and shoots like four under. <laughs> yeah, but what if that happens in round one? That's what I'm worried about. I what no, I, he don't roll like that. What I was gonna say is if you zoom out like big picture long term, if you did if you played round one a hundred times, I think Matt Wolf comes out making more birdies than Henny Duplee more times out of a hundred. So I think for me it's probably a stay away. But I, I think the value on Henny Dupuis at that at that top ten number that I gave earlier is 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 good. Uh, I think that's probably it. So I mean I think this little card here on Prize Picks between Pat Perez over on seventy two strokes, Keimer over seventy two and a half, Bryson score, making more birdies in CH three. Oh crap, we can't have Pat Perez in two lines. Let's take. Oh no, oh, we yeah. took. Well, we took in Harding. They don't want to do that. Will they let us? Though, if we're if we're on the Harding side, will they let us? 
Uh, maybe. No, they won't. You can't have Paparez in there. So we got to take Pap. Which which Paparez do we like? What was it? I think I like the over on the score better than I like. The... I like the over. I like the over on the score. All right. Yeah. So let's get one more in there. What's What's the other? What are the other options? Birdies are better. Um, is the only other option. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's 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 pick one of these guys. Let's pick one of these guys. It's, I, I like a BK under. No. Phil two and a half birdies. Um, I don't know. That was... He's gonna go out there and make five birdies. I mean, I think he can make four. I think... What are these par? What are these par fives? All three are around five ninety. All three on the scorecard. Mm-hmm. Five birdies is a lot. I feel like if if they if they played at seventy six hundred yards, I think that's a lot. It's a lot for a guy that you're like, I'll take his brother over him. That's true. All right, let's take. I mean, what's Chase at? Is Chase down here? No, in Chase picks? isn't on here. Let's take the under on him. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. Phil. So Kepka under under four birdies. If you do a flex play, you can four x. If you get all four right, you can you can one and a half x. If you get three right, if you power play that bad bitch, you get seven and a half x. If you hit all four, boom. There we go, bud. All right. Love it. That's the first live breakdown. We'll probably do some more of these. The next one's in Boston. We'll have uh, some some more intel for you as well. Be on the lookout for more G Money on the on the Tour Junkies YouTube channel if we can ever get him to, you know, I don't know, just do anything that we ask him to do um, other than chasing tail and, and, and slinging real estate. So, uh, all right. That's it. Anything, any final words, G Money? No. Um, good to see your face again, DB. Hopefully, dude, hopefully we can do it again soon. Uh, is there, are we missing any news or anything? Like, I feel like every day there's a new live update going on. Did we miss anything in the last 24 hours? I mean, yeah, they, they've announced the 2023 league changes. Uh, so it's interesting stuff. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I think they've accelerated the the growth uh i think the 20 what they're doing now in 2023 they were planning on doing in 2024 but it's going to be you know 12 team franchises competing in a 14 tournament schedule that'll be a global schedule in north north america latin america asia australia middle east and europe um they're talking about now also they're going to launch a developmental kind of like feeder tour for live um and what, what I think they should do is I think it would be sick to have kind of like almost like F1 slash Premier League soccer where you like these teams are owned. Well, that's what's happening. That also could take the heat. Oh, so like so like Jeff it's, Bezos could buy a team. It's not public, but there's already plenty of rumors swirling around a couple of companies. I've heard AT and T. I've heard Adidas already talking about. Um, Yes, when these franchises are locked in, because what's going to happen in 2023 is the teams are going to be locked. Is what I what I understand. Like the, there's the team captains and the teams are going to not they're not going to change as much as they have so far this year. I also think I mean, unless they buy or buy or sell players. I also think that I've heard um, that the marketing agency that they outsourced to do all these teams and team names and branding that everybody makes fun of. I've heard that they're they're out the door and that effective 2023 there will be new teams brandings names all that stuff uh, could be different so if you want your vintage fireballs hat you might want to get it now because i don't get know that now. i don't know that the the majestics and the cl- do they make those yeah they make yeah they sell them at the event 
That's gangster. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to change. And, and yeah, you're going to have fixed team captains. You're going to have team owners. And I do think that like trading players, dropping players, adding players is going to be part of it before you know b- before 2023 is over which definitely makes it more interesting and entertaining for sure I, it still doesn't do away with i i don't i do not like 48 man field golf tournaments i just don't i, I wish well, i don't understand is it 48 or yeah are they kicking somebody else out after everyone that gets committed like people are committing every yeah dude week, look so. at freaking uh what's what was the amateur's name the guy that won the am- andy ogletree what was his name the doofus guy that so he, so he did not get he didn't get guaranteed money if, if he did he got it for a very short amount of time and now he's bounced he ain't getting back in you kidding and yeah the more and more you know big names come over here like so are we ever going to see any of these like semi-washed guys get booted maybe or are they just going to extend the field i don't know i personally if they're going to be here i, I also think round four i also think round three should be non-shotgun yeah, that would be nice. I'm too. okay with round one, two, round three. Everyone finishes on 18. I, I agree with that. I like that. Uh, yeah, I would like to see the field size bigger for sure. But um, I don't know this this other like sub tour, like developmental tour that they have. That th- that may be where some of these other guys get relegated to, and then and then depending on how they play from there, they can play their way back onto the 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 top live tour. So if you're an old guy, if you're an old guy washed up, or you're a young guy trying to get out there you know you could you could be relegated or you know be playing into this developmental thing and then get bumped up to the to the big tour nice sweet well db yep good to see you bud enjoyed it g money thanks uh thanks everybody you know hey bend over your bookie the the bookies are offering it it's out there all the books have have these bets up they're available in certain states DraftKings is doing showdown content or showdown uh contest for live golf Freaking data golf now has live golf, uh, you know, betting content and odds and stuff. So if it's out there and you can bet on it, tour junkies, we're going to cover it. That's it. So bend over your bookie, live golf. See you.